cold Christmas Eve. One dark soul is selected for redemption by the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and yet to come. A tradition that continues to this very night. Like a Christmas carol? Yes, yes. If you would just let me get this out, sit. So out of all the people on the planet, murderers, people who do gender reveal parties, I'm the guy you're going to haunt. You know what? Forget it. A gender reveal party isn't so bad, so long as it doesn't cause a forest fire or anything like that. <clears throat> well, maybe Clint does have a point. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Forever Fangirls podcast. I'm Sheila Amato and you can find me and my wife on our website at foreverfangirls.com. And I am Kimberly Amato and you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Forever Fan Pod. Oh yeah. Same handle, three socials. <laughs> like, like, I, for, I forgot the line. Oh my goodness. Um, yes, so we are your zany hosts, and we're glad you can join us. And uh, we know Christmas has just passed, but uh, we wanted to cover the film Spirited. More like Sheila wanted to cover the film Spirited. You were the was, one who brought this to my attention. Which I saw it on, on social media, and I recommended it, and then I was like, oh, you know what, maybe not. And then Sheila was like, let's watch it. So it was released on Apple TV as an exclusive uh, Apple TV original uh, in 2022. Yes. And if you haven't seen this yet, please be aware that we will be talking about major plot points. So pause us, watch Spirited, and then come back to listen to our discussion. So New Year's Eve is right around the corner. Any idea what your resolution is going to be? Do those even work? Well, if you put effort into them, sure. I don't know. I just want to be happy, healthy, and with you. That's all I need. What about you? Uh, huh. Well, okay. I'm just going to say ditto to that oh, with cheating. a big smile <laughs> on my cheating. face. Uh, and, and then with that, let's just jump into the, today's discussion, shall we? You cheated. Uh, nope. You cheated. Okay, maybe a little bit. All right, look, as for the summary of the film, literally, this is this is, this is is all I could find. It's literally referred to as a new take on a classic Dickens tale. And for the most part, it is. Okay, so let me see if I can put in just a little bit more summary into that. So the new take is that the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future are the main stars in a, quote, spirited production, complete with wardrobe, makeup, set design, research, and development teams. The team identifies their quote-unquote perp on Christmas Day and then work the whole year to identify key moments of the perp's life to redeem him or her when the ghosts haunt them on Christmas Eve. So this year, after redeeming Karen, <laughs> yuck, yuck, no, wasn't that funny? Yeah, you were just a tad bit late there, baby, but that's I'm- okay. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> uh, Christmas present contemplates retiring, but can't quite go through with it. Instead, he campaigns to go after someone bigger for maximum impact. They find Clint Briggs, and even though he's a quote level twenty pain in the dickens, <laughs> I was on point there. <laughs> yes, you were. Uh, Christmas present convinces their executive producer Marley to take on this unredeemable. Clint is not so easily spooked, though, and continues to turn questions around to Christmas Present. We eventually find that Christmas Present is the biggest unredeemable of them all, Ebenezer Scrooge. And the reason he wants to redeem Clint is because Scrooge feels like he really wasn't redeemed in all this time. And so... Really? I thought it was fitting. Uh, Anyway, so... 
let's talk about the good. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So for me, right, I did not know that this was going to be a musical. Neither did I. And as soon as, you know, they redeemed Karen at the opening scene, and then the finale, like that is the musical number, like they celebrate, I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Okay. Ah, really? You're killing my mojo here. You found that very entertaining, and it was like a Broadway musical where you have the big glorious finale with the reprise, the reprise, you know, and you... Yes. and I get it. There's some songs that are very catchy, and I enjoyed them a great deal. Some songs are very catchy. Anyway. I'm I'm not arguing with that. Some songs were very catchy. Mm -hmm. Anyway, the basic theme of being a good person. One of the fun things, and I apologize for for interjecting, but it relates to your finale scenes, Mm. is when Marley every now and again would be like, oh, really? Are we done? No. We're, okay, we're keep going. Do we do we need to? Okay, we're going to keep going. Oh, we, you mean about doing a musical like, okay, number? Can we stop and, now? Yeah. Can we stop? Can we eat? Can we do something else? Can, yeah. Does, does, it, does yeah. it have to be now? That is absolutely you. Exactly. Anyway. That's why I thought that was funny. So what I was saying before is that the basic theme of being a good person will bring you dividends in the end. I, I like that. Yeah, I mean, the idea of people being unredeemable is interesting. And I mean... Briggs is right, you know, rapists, murderers, there's violent people all over the world and you chose him. Well. Because of the maximum impact, but it, it was just, because you know, the even, way we view unredeemable, evil, cruel, it, it is a very, it's a very interesting take on it, that's all. Yeah, I think it, at least in, in this context, it seems like even though he would seem like he's unredeemable, there's still something there that there is a chance to redeem him, even though he's a level 20 pain in the dickens. You know, I think that that goes to everybody has inherently something good within them. Mm-hmm. It's again, it's an interesting idea. Yeah, it is. You know, one of the things I liked was that you could you could change and shouldn't be beholden to what you did in the past. Mm. So like if you tweeted something 10 years ago or even 5 years ago or whatnot and it's you've since then have changed and done such wonderful things if that comes back up again people should take it in context of when it happened and what you've done since then instead of trying to use it as ammunition which Briggs does do in this film like twist it into a different narrative than yeah what it's and then make it be. seem as if it happened now as opposed to when it happened how it happened and everything else mm-hmm. and it's it's a very interesting thing because you it, this film does show that you can change Briggs can change he did all you need to do is take one step in the right direction mm-hmm. and it shows that you are making an active effort I mean you need to continue on the path again don't get me wrong but it shows that you are learning from your errors. Yeah. Again, I'm going to go back to that. There's inherently good in everybody. It just happens to be like how you handle it, how you process it, and how you move forward yeah. and learn. And, you know, the thing that you mentioned about change, right? People change and and times change, right? The As you were talking, what um, what came to mind was the fact that, you know, they went back in time to Scrooge's century, like mm-hmm. in the 1800s, and he was saying, good afternoon, and, and Briggs didn't get it because it's yeah, just, it's a polite like, thing to say. Right. I didn't get it either. And then when he said, essentially, that means like F you, mm-hmm. right? It's like, oh, really? If you're not there, you you, you think that that's, you know, something that, that is good. And, you know, on the face of it, it is. But then used in a certain context, it actually means 
Oh, um, go away. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you know, go F you. And I guess the what the film does that does not shy away from is actually highlight the fact that, you know, there are people who use social media to over-exaggerate, attack, mm-hmm. and con- cancel others without regard to consequences. And I think that theme is very important because as you were talking, you know, the, the kid in the scene where, you know, it's Christmas yet to come, Clint is shown that the kid committed suicide because people were relentlessly then canceling this kid and he couldn't handle it because no one was letting him you know explain no what it, defamation it, is a real thing and is. there's there's it's very hard to prove online but defamation and destroying someone's life attacking someone on social media this is all in this film mm-hmm. and we are all capable of retweeting something or making an assumption it's human nature and maybe we need to as human beings take a step back and be like okay I want to do more my, more due diligence about what I just saw to understand what, what happened, the context how it is, is, what the context is. And that goes right into the next thing of the, this film doesn't shy away from misinformation campaigns and these companies that literally profit off it. Yeah. Hatred and misinformation are rampant and can spread faster than kindness and the truth. Yeah. I mean, it's sad, it but is. that's, that's the state. I see that as being prevalent in the world today. Yes, and that's why kindness is important. And kindness is contagious, Winona Herb. Yes. Um, Um, Yeah, so let's go back to being on the positive, lighter side. Um, (laughs) Okay. Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds, I think, work really well in this film together. They, I enjoy their their banter back and forth, but I've actually liked their interactions since uh, Ryan Reynolds released like an Instagram Reels or something. I don't know if it was TikTok or whatnot where they were doing this, I could be blue, I could be violet too, or violet sky. I don't remember the thing. I could be purple. I could be... It was just this cute little thing where they would be singing it, and all of a sudden Will Ferrell pops up in the background. And they, it to me, he interacts well with Will Ferrell, just like he does Hugh Jackman. Mm, okay. I would love the three of them to be in a film together. Oh, I think that would be absolute chaos. It would be great if it was Deadpool, Logan, and then Will Ferrell just going, really, people, what am I? And he comes the elf. Out, <laughs> exactly. He comes in as the elf. And then they're like, what superhero are you? He's like, I work with Santa. I don't need a superpower. Right. Um, speaking of superpowers, I think Octavia Spencer was phenomenal as Clint's exec VP. And the heart of the movie here. She didn't need superpowers. She was just awesome. Look, I'm just going to be candid. I think she made the film. Mm. For me. Mm. I know that you like the banter between Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. I know you like the music. For me, she was that thread of continuity throughout and the heart of the whole film. Where she had like a, a um, what is that, crisis of conscience? Yeah. She was the humanity of it. Mm-hmm. And... I think had they they expanded her role a little bit more, for me, it would have been a little bit better. Mm, I see. I can see that, yeah. But I think if they had taken her role out, the film would be even worse. If, well, she, if anybody he, else had played that character, I don't think they would have been able to pull it off. There's, an, there's this vulnerability that she brings to the character mm-hmm. or how she portrays it that I, I found to be without her, the film falls flat. Yeah, every time that I see her, I think about, you know, the other films that she's been in, like mm-hmm. The Help, The um, Hidden Figures. I mean, 
She was in the Divergent series too. Was she? I, I don't think, I think remember so. seeing her there, but you know, the at least the help and hidden figures. Every time I think about those two movies, I just get chills. Even when she was singing, it's like the the emotion she brings across. Again, it just added a layer to the film that I think had she not been a part of it, that it wouldn't it wouldn't be there. The film would be very much lacking the heart of it all because I hated Briggs. I mm-hmm. found Briggs to be annoying. You're supposed to. He's the quote-unquote level 20 unredeemable. And then you had Will Ferrell, who's the crybaby Scrooge, who's like, am I redeemable or not redeemable? I don't know what's going on. Me. You know, I just, again, I'm this is me being me. I'm sorry. But for me. And I'm like, I just love this film. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, I just found that without her, I probably would have turned it off. Mm-hmm. She gave me something that appealed to me, mm-hmm. her character and her performance. So for me, that was the best part of the entire film. Okay. I have one other thing, and okay. I'm not sure where to put this, but I think it's important to point out that like at the end of the film, right, Clint is eventually redeemed by saving Scrooge, who was about to get hit by a bus. But by saving Scrooge, he sacrificed himself, which sucks. And then Marley has this line who says, your sacrifice would have no meaning if it had no consequence, right? So it was like he finally got redeemed and then he dies. And it kind of parallels what happened to Scrooge where, you know, he was redeemed centuries ago and then he died like three and a half weeks later because it was January and it was really cold. Yeah, but that makes perfect sense. It's like if you do something to redeem yourself, but there's no ramification or... The, the no, transformation, right? If it doesn't complete, it's yeah. just you going, okay. It's yeah. just, I guess it would also be a parallel to if you do good deeds to have the accolades from those good deeds. You know, that uh, old adage where it's like, you do things that are good because they're good. You don't do them for the accolades and the, the, glory. the glory of doing it. You do it because it's right. Yeah. And sometimes doing the right thing is not easy. Nor glamorous. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that is an excellent line. Yeah, I just love that line because, you know, they're talking about transformation and true transformation does, in order for it to, to matter, right? You do give up something, you go through a change. Yeah, I mean, again, Marley's character was amazing too. So he was the quote unquote straight man mm. and Octavia Spencer's the heart. Yeah. So in between that was the funny people running around doing whatever. And I'm like, okay. But even with Octavia Spencer's character, right? She actually, you know, she was struggling with that. She was going to quit her job. She was going to quit her job, yeah. but she liked the corner office, right? Mm-hmm. She liked being recognized for the work that she was doing. So she was struggling about, you know, walking away. She left with him. Right. Because he offered her an increase because she was good at her job and she's like, but what have I traded in order to get here? Right. And then when she goes to quit and then she says, well, maybe I'm not that strong yet. But she finally gets the courage because she's had enough. Yeah, because it was... Yeah. It was the last straw to do oppo research on On a kid. kid. Yeah. So, but then even still, you know, I believe she's still working in the office or whatever when he is gone and they've changed. Um, I, yeah. don't rem- I don't remember exactly. I think she ended up like taking over the company. Yeah, but it, it changes how it, the whole thing changed how it was done and whatnot. Right. Um, again, I think if you don't have Marley and you don't have Octavia Spencer, you have no movie. Yeah. So I think that's all of the good, unless you have any more. 
No, no, no you, I really yeah, you don't. Ha- you have all of the bad. So why don't I don't we go have all of the bad? <laughs> why don't we go ahead and do that? <sighs> really? Yes, really. Okay, it's a new take. I get that. I respect the attempt, but seriously, no, it didn't <sighs> flow well for me. <laughs> I mean, I literally was leaning over, going, it's "This is going to happen next." Campy. This is going to. There's campy and then there's whatever this was supposed to be. In my opinion, okay. I just didn't. I literally was having more entertainment on my phone. Ay, ay, ay. I didn't, I didn't like, they started singing. I'm like, oh my God, we're singing again. And you, I love Broadway. I, I love musicals. Say, you don't act this way when we go to see musicals. No. <laughs> well, except for Music Man. <laughs> uh, well, that aside, um, because the story is just, uh, mm, even though um, it was Hugh Jackman, but. Mm, and Sutton Foster. Oh, I know. Oh, she's awesome. But she anyway, but I neither here nor there. It just fell flat for me. Mm. It's like they tried to do the Greatest Showman, which I loved, and they took everything they loved about the Greatest Showman, and then they wrote their own thing and did something else. See, to me, this was not at all like Greatest Showman. No, it was no, no, so no, 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 no. You're, different. I might not. I might not be explaining. I mean, it's like they tried the Greatest Showman of making a musical movie based on something else, right? Mm-hmm. So they took Dickens and they tried to make it a movie musical. So it's a twist on a tale or a change of mm-hmm. a pre- uh, presented in a unique way. And The Greatest Showman, to me, the music was such that it was catchy and it was emotional and the story was such that it, it caught me and mm-hmm. it held me. Mm-hmm. It's not perfect, but it held on to me. This, I, I feel like they took all of the great points of that of what to do and how to make a new story your own and add music and blah, 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 blah. And then they made Spirited. Okay. And see, I'm like, it's so campy that it works. But that again, that's me. If I wanted campy, I would watch like a horror film or violent san- violence. I keep saying violent Santa, but it's, it's violent, violent night. night yes. I'd watch that again. Of course you would. Because that was silly and campy and knew exactly what it was. I didn't feel like this film knew exactly what it was. You have Will Ferrell and you have Ryan Reynolds. And you have Dickens. And instead, you've now got random romances, having sex with ghosts, romances in retirement. It didn't know what it wanted to be, in my opinion. Okay. It just was all over the place. Okay. Anything else? No. Then, like I said, all the bad was you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, okay. Some jokes felt like they were going on too long. Okay? Like when he was trying to remember Tiny Tim and the other... I'm sorry. But I'm that's- sorry. No. If you're in an elevator and there are two people talking and literally Ryan Reynolds' character goes, no, the person you killed was Tiny Tim. And everybody else is just sitting there going... That's like because they're ghosts. Nothing. Nobody sees them. <sighs> anyway, are we good with the bad? <sighs> Can we move on to the cute? <laughs> <laughs> That's what my wife is saying to me right now. <laughs> go, go to the cute. Okay, so... Marley. Uh, I was actually going to go with Kimberly, but that's fine. Marley. Would you like to go with Marley? Marley and his musical bits. And the fact that he was just like, okay, there's a time and place for music. And now it's not, oh, but we're going to sing anyway. And then he'd be like, no, if you stop singing, I will give you whatever you want. Just stop singing. I agreed with that sentiment a lot. You did say that in the good, you know. I know. And I'm saying it again in the cute. (laughs) Okay. Because it's worthy of a double mention. (laughs) Because if people had listened to him, this might have been a better film. Oh, my God. Um, I I actually like the fact that... um, Octavia Spencer's character is named Kimberly. And I thought it was so cute because she was doing like all of the research. She was like doing, um, you know, 
all of the all of the work behind the scenes. I'm like, oh, look at that. It's you're 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 that's like you. And it's your namesake. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I just it is so wonderful to be nominated and <laughs> what are you saying? All right. Slow your roll. Let's come back to reality. I, I loved actually that her name was Kimberly because I'm like, wait a minute. A Kimberly who works hard, who's no nonsense, and who like has heart and compassion and is completely contrarian. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. That is about uh, that is absolutely you. And it's not Kim. It's, and it's Kimberly. Not Kimmy, it's yeah. Kimberly. Okay, is it forgive me, anybody who doesn't know me, I, I go by Kimmy or Kimberly. And unless you've known me like my whole life, I don't like the nickname Kim. Mm. I never have. Yeah. I actually have sometimes forgotten to respond to it where I've had people go, Kim, Kim, Kim. Like I was in the doctor's office and they're like, Kim, Kim, Kim. And I'm just like on my phone. And all of a sudden I hear Kimberly, Kimberly Amato. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's me. And they're like, I was calling you. And I'm like, what were you calling? I don't, I don't mean to. It's just, I don't like the nickname. So I tune it out. Right. So hearing somebody say Kimberly and it's not Kim. I just forgive me. I went on a tangent. I just like that it was Kimberly. And well, then knowing that Octavia Spencer played Kimberly just made it even better. <laughs> well, what's funny is that, and this is like uh, such an aside, but um, because you have the Starbucks account and I, you know, when I go to Starbucks, <laughs> you know, I scan the little thing and then they, they shout Kimberly and I'm like, da, da, da. I'm like, Oh wait, that's my order. <laughs> What's what's worse is my dad uses our Starbucks account and they'll call it Kimberly and he's like, oh, that's me. And then the people around him look like, wait, what? Yeah, that's funnier. That is funny. Um, but going back to the film, what I thought was also quite funny and cute is when they were they were back in Scrooge's time and they were talking about, you know, good afternoon and they were singing a song about it. Good afternoon. Yeah. And there's a line that goes... Just deplore them with decorum like your Judy Bloody Dench. And who says that line? Judy, Judy Bloody, Bloody Dench. Dench. Yeah, no, the, cameo, the cameos were great. <laughs> and I love that she can play like, she just makes fun of herself. She doesn't care. I know. I like Judy Dench. Yes, I do too. Uh, there were moments, I'm not going to lie, there were moments in the film that I was like, oh, that's really funny or that's really cool. Again, you know, Kimberly and Marley, those are great characters. They were played beautifully mm-hmm. there are good moments in it moments <laughs> okay so any other cute i felt like i should start singing lonely sitting on the couch with my phone as you were like laughing i'm like lonely i i am so lonely all right i don't understand what's so funny Ooh. <laughs> no no not at all missing my point um maybe you missed the point of the show and- probably true <laughs> anyway um i guess that's going to be our discussion of spirit today did you say a yeah ryan reynolds is canadian a <laughs> no e. <laughs> that's a stitch anyway okay so it is now time for our forever fangirls rating drum roll please we rate spirited Three stars. And this is a blended rating. It had to be a blended. <laughs> As Stitch would say, Ugh, this was not Ohana. <laughs> <laughs> this film, I can't, I can't do it in a Stitch accent. Look, I'm just going to say it bluntly. The film didn't hit me in the feels like it did you. Mm. You know, 
when I loved the take on the story and I loved the changes to a certain extent, it felt like it wanted to be all of the things without truly becoming any one of the things. You you can want to do all of the things, but if you try to do all of the things, the product that comes out is not as good as if you had just focused on one of the things and did it very, very well. And while some of the musical numbers were energetic and fun, some of them felt like they totally slowed down the pacing of the film and, and it just... The whole film just didn't, it didn't gel. You have these two amazing track lines and threads in the character of Kimberly and Marley. And I felt like everything else around it was kind of like putty that they were putting on to try to make it work. And it lost me. Mm. Doesn't mean it was a horrible film. Doesn't mean that it's not something that you should leave on your holiday list of films to watch over the year. It's just for me, it's not in my top five. Okay. So we didn't mention this in the good the good slash theme section, but I think it's the reason why this movie does resonate with me, is that Scrooge slash Christmas present got a chance to be redeemed and find happiness. You know, he didn't think that he was worth it, but Kimberly saw the real person. And it's similar to how, you know, I think you saw me, or I feel that you saw me for me. And it's it's the greatest gift that you've ever given me. And so that's why the that's why the film really hits me in the feels. That plus the musical numbers are campy, catchy, and fun. And I love it. Oh jeez. I mean you saw me for me too. Yeah. I'm I'm I don't know how to follow that woman. That is so <laughs> lovely and gosh, I love you. Um so uh before I do my normal sign off. Uh, I know it is the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to thank all of our listeners for uh, being with us, for listening, for leaving your reviews, for leaving your likes, your messages, interacting with us. It is, you know, we do this for fun and it is truly a gift that uh, all of you do take the time out of your day and share a little bit of your life with us. So thank you very much. And to my my podcasting partner, my partner in life, um, thank you for seeing me. Thank you for loving me. And thank you for putting up with all of my tangents that I go on and my rants. And That's okay. I'll just pull you back each time. And you do. <laughs> and uh, I love every moment that I get to do this with you. And I'm so very thankful for you and the audience that allows us to continue to do this. So on that note, I'm going to say that is our show for today, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. Again, as always, if there's anything we missed, please let us know. If you want to recommend any movie uh, or something for us to review, feel free to leave us a voice message on speakpipe.com forward slash forever fangirls podcast or on any of our socials. And don't forget to hit the little subscribe button. And until next time, stay safe, be kind, and remember, life is a journey and along the way you're going to make mistakes. It's how you learn and grow from them that matters. Don't live in the past when you can make a brighter future.